Do you hate your job? Of course you do. So do Liz and Noah. Now it's time to join their conversation so you can figure out how to quit your soul-crushing job. Welcome to another episode of When Can I Quit My Job? Ooh, wow. Okay. <laughs> you were into it. I could tell by I your face. I was shocked by it. You loved it. You do better. You do yours. No, I'm, you're good. Say it's welcome. Fine. Welcome. Lame. No one's going to listen to that. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Noah, and this is my wife, Liz. How you doing, Liz? I'm doing great. Woo! You're way happier than this than I feel like our other episodes. Well, is that okay? Yeah, but I mean, are you... You gonna say why? How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's not just like a, not a one-to-one correlation, but I mean, Christmas is in the air. We had our first uh, Christmas this weekend with my mom and stepdad and my daughter, and that was a lot of fun. Got some cool things. My daughter got this thing. I never knew what it was called. I always thought it was a cool thing too. It's the the five. Uh, it's five, right? Not six. Yeah, five. Like uh, ball bearings suspended by strings and you pull one back and you let it drop and it hits them and goes back and forth i guess apparently it's called newton's cradle i didn't know that cool thing fun fact yeah it was so cute it was the thing that she asked for yeah for christmas like no toys she just really wanted newton's cradle because her teacher has one and i think she's totally Mm -hmm. fascinated by it her teacher who has happens to be a friend of mine from middle school like (laughs) coincidentally and yeah. Maybe strangely, but whatever. Yeah, you got a cool gift too that you didn't ask for. Well, you got two. You oh, yeah. one you didn't get, but she told you was coming, and then yeah. the surprise gift uh-huh. was pretty cool. Which was, I think you had a hand in, but um, are you talking about what you're using right now? No. Oh, I'm talking about the pen. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a fun artistic. So uh, we may have mentioned in past past episodes that my wife and I have like art backgrounds, and my mom got me. A, th- a 3D pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I'm missing a descriptor no, in there. But that's it. Basically, you feed like like the thing that you would put into a 3D pen- printer into it, and then you like you draw things three dimensionally using different colors and stuff. So yeah, haven't fun. tried it yet, but no, uh-uh. but it was really cool. Like yeah, um, yeah, it's a fun idea. Yeah, it was really. I thought like a super u- unique idea. Yeah. But, and it doesn't take up a lot of space. So I think in a previous That's episode, we talk about like getting too much stuff and things. And so it's kind of nice that stuff and it things. was, yeah, <laughs> there is a difference, but I know, I know I'm, <laughs> I'm playing along, but, um, because we live in an apartment and we also don't really like to accumulate a lot of stuff and like big stuff, yeah, especially bulky. Um, it was kind of nice that this is like mm-hmm. a really little compact thing that could be super cool to play around with. And I think Ziri will love it too. Yeah. And well, when I think I really get to um, free up time to, to be able to mess around with something like that is after we have really started to gain momentum in our business and started to be a little bit more just financially free. And maybe that's the other thing you're referring to, uh, making a reference to, is that uh, we had... 
a pretty good weekend as far as uh, in our land business. So um, well, I don't know if I should get directly into it now or if it'll come up later in the episode. But we well, what are we talking about this episode? So we're revisiting the 10x philosophy. So not necessarily the 10x conference, which is the Grant Cardone joint that this year is going to be in Las Vegas. Um, he also has a book of the same title but it's the philosophy of it and the reason that i've been thinking about this recently is that uh, we had two people that we met when we went to 10x that we've stayed in contact with all year and um one of them his name is brandon and i just recently had a phone call to catch up with him because he's been interested in doing the land business and things like that and he has like a landscaping business and so we had only like texted a handful of times and really broadly caught up but not really spent much time talking to each other about too much and we caught up the other day and we were talking about goals for next year and things like that and so this year it looks like we're gonna finish having sold maybe around like 30 properties or something like that uh well we've sold 30 so you know we could sell a few more before the year is out but so I said next year I really want to sell like maybe 60 to 80 properties, which would be like, you know, quite a big improvement, right? Right. That'd be double what right. we did this year. Double to close to, to triple. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've also talked about like trying to go to like more expensive properties where we would be earning more profit per property and things like that. And so he is still like, I haven't spent that much time listening to like Grant Cardone podcasts since we went to the 10X last year, or, well, earlier this year. And he kind of reintroduced the idea of 10x to me and made it fresh again in my mind and i think it had a bit of an impact so i guess that's kind of what i want to talk about he's like well why don't you go for he's like why don't you still try to 10x it why don't you go for 300 and because like the whole the whole idea is that you go for 300 and even even if you fall like super short of that like say you're going for 300 and you only get half of that that's 150 and that's like twice what we would have been aiming for to begin with. Like, so it's like you, by setting your goal so high, you have to like expand your mind and expand your resources and your efforts in such a way that it's gonna have such a positive effect on your business or whatever goal you have, that that should be your mentality. Like to go, to shoot for goals that are maybe even i don't want to say unattainable but like just so high and lofty like super stretch goals that it affects your behavior so i don't know have have you thought about that much since we went to the conference or yeah i don't know go ahead um so no not not exactly because well i think a couple of reasons one was that you already quit your job ahead of schedule so that kind of felt like an effort a 10xing type effort that was a little sooner than we planned so it was Mm -hmm. like yay way to go for us like diving in um so that seemed like actions to get towards our goals in a way that was 10x oriented yeah and then because um this is the first year that you will have been working for yourself um i think so one, I was already really proud about that and like saw you working and struggling um, to get everything in place to make the business work smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of in my head, I felt like we were already doing that, but maybe thinking less about the 
the really lofty goals. So, and well, now I can't even remember. So we wanted to sell 50 and mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that was a 10x type goal, wasn't it? Yeah, we had sold it was, like more, five, than, it was or, more than 10x. I think we had four last year. So, yeah. So in some ways it was like, I felt like we were already striving for that because we just like, we went to the 10x conference in February. Mm-hmm. So right at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So it was kind of like our goals that we had in place were already just like there. The mentality right. was there. Um, But then I think I forgot about it. Like we set it up so that it was 50 properties. So that's mm-hmm. 10xing the, uh, like the goal, like or 10x what we did 10 times what we did the year prior mm-hmm. um and then you were still working at the post office while we were doing that for a couple months and then quit your job to do this full time uh we started this podcast like we were still doing a lot of stuff but it's not like every day i was thinking even the words 10x yeah 10 times yeah so does that make any sense yeah it does um so i think it's like a lazy way of doing it it feels like well now that we're talking about it like like we well so i don't think i was living out the true spirit of 10x even though i think we did 10x our sales from last year and so it was basically like well let's we sold four last year let's sell 40 well heck let's make it 50 let's sell 50 this year but um while at times i felt like i was maxing out my efforts it wasn't like i was doing everything in my power to expand and sell as many as possible and like i feel like knowing what i know now and maybe even retroactively thinking about it like we, we could have probably sold 50 properties this year. And I guess part of my thinking is that, like, I don't want to look back and think that again next year. Like, we could have done time and a half what we did this year. Um, you know, I'm okay with getting there eventually where it's like if, you know, we're, we're breaching the, you know, I don't know, seven-figure mark where, like, we could have made, you know, 20 million instead of 10 million this year. Let's Maybe that's different. I don't know. Maybe it's not. Yeah, I don't know. We'll no- <laughs> keep everyone informed. We'll let you know we after we earn our first million. <laughs> but um, yeah, sorry. Go on. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I'm just so if I go into the year thinking like, okay, um, maybe this year, maybe it's not even okay. Ten X, ten X is like just it's like just like an easy number to put in your hand. But so I could say even two hundred. Okay, 200 properties we want to sell this year. We sold 30 this year. We want to sell 200 next year. Okay, it's not 10 times exactly, but it's like way, way, way higher of a goal Mm -hmm. than I would have ever realistically set for myself. And I can do that and just continue to do my normal day-to-day actions, which I already do. And that's not really doing 10x. It's like, what new thing am I going to like? It's it's kind of it's really forcing you to be an entrepreneur and say what new thing am i going to do to drive this business to the next level like that's that's the point of it the point of it is to say like okay i know what i can do doing what i'm doing now what else can i do what new things can i try to learn how to do to drive us to the next level that's that's the whole point of it and i think that's a great mindset to have and a great place to put yourself so that's kind of what i'm thinking for us and our business this year so I mean, what do you what do you think about that? Well, I think it's it, it's great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, 
Um, I mean, do you have additional feedback about that or just like, um, do you, well, what do you think about you yourself? I mean, you have, uh, you do a couple things for our business and it's, you know, we each have our, our part that we play in the business. Um, <laughs> we each have our part that we play. So you've got your own part. Do you, can you think of having like a 10 X for the thing, for like the parts that you play in the business for our business? Hmm. That's a really good question. <sighs> So I think to a point, yeah, I mean, so I do the social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so that can always be more. That can be bigger. Yeah. Um, and So what, what tasks do you do right now and what results do you drive and what results do you try to drive? So I our do, land yeah. So I, uh, I do the mailings. So yeah, maybe do a task and then the result you're seeking for each. Okay. So with the mailings, we use offers mm-hmm. to owners. Okay. And that the result is that we hope we get a response from someone who wants to sell their land to us. To buy land. For us right, to buy land. Right. For yeah, us yeah. to buy land. Yep. Um, but that is kind of driven by however many you tell me I need to go out. So that's a little bit more straightforward. Like it's either a hundred right. a week or two hundred a week, or we're not mailing mm-hmm. this week. Right. Um, so that one, I don't know. Maybe you need to help me think of how that. We, can... I mean, we, and maybe this is a separate podcast, but through partnering with a new person that we've been working with, we might be able to think of a ten x or at least the multiplier of how many letters we're offering, or you know, how many yeah. offers we're sending out. Yeah. Um, and then. I do, let's see, I do the Well, emails. social media, like you said. Do you want me to do that one first? Sure, or whatever. So I do the social media for the podcast and for mm-hmm. the land business, which there's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all three, even though the content's pretty much the same across all platforms because they can integrate with each other. So it's, it's kind of just to reach whoever on the platform they prefer. Um, so that there's always room for growth and learning about what to post and how to post and mm-hmm. um so the the end goal of those are what interaction basically or yeah and visibility okay um yeah like advertising get to know us build like so what's yeah. the what's the and there's room for that too actually so and finding out what Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Yes. So what's what's your end goal in each one of those? Like, uh, if you um, hit, if you have a perfect advertisement, and what what kind of interaction are you looking for? Like, are you trying to get an email address, or are you just trying to get a like, um, and a follow? Well, or? mostly follows, but I think we haven't explored the potential of all of that. So maybe it would be to get emails or yeah. Um, I mean, one time I got a message about some or from somebody, a direct message about mm-hmm. a piece of property. That was really cool. I've only yeah. had one of those, though. Yeah. Um, and it didn't go anywhere. But just the fact that someone actually direct messaged uh, and that yeah. was through Instagram. So for right now, like, would you say basically our social media presence is kind of just laying a groundwork and building a slow following to be able to utilize it better in the future? Hey guys, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our first sponsor for the show. It's a product called Anywhere TV. Liz and I have had it in our house for a little over a week now. Basically what it amounts to is having access to anything you could want to watch ever. So any movie, 
any TV show, any channel you want to watch, it's all on there. All the movie channels, pay-per-view, live events. Uh, we've had it for the last week. We love it. It's portable. You can move it from one TV to another. You can take it with you on the road. It works anywhere. It's really an awesome service. It's always updating, adding new channels. It's not hard to install. Very easy to operate. You don't have to be a technological genius. Drew Conley will get you set up on it. He's really easy to work with. He's a great guy, and you're going to like working with him. So if you have any questions, go to Facebook and look up Anywhere TV. That's Anywhere TV. I highly encourage you to reach out to Drew and get set up on Anywhere TV today. And let Drew know we sent you. Now back to the show. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. So I mean, maybe... and you can't not, like, I mean, at least the level that I do it right now, you can't not have that. I yeah. Feel like, to, like, if someone hears about us and wants to find us, I want right. it, I want us to have all those things and some posts on all of them. Yeah. Um, a backlog and, yeah yeah so maybe and i'm just spitballing here but like so maybe we choose a platform maybe we like figure out the platform that's going to be best to drive our business and then we try to drive results through that one and then make a 10x goal through that and say we want to have x amount of follows or x amount of you know new email addresses or something like that yeah um, would be reasonable right yeah okay what else uh what's your next email the email list oh yeah yeah so the deal of the week we used mm -hmm. to only just do an email with like a funny story or a joke or a fact about land mm -hmm. um like way back when we first started yeah and then which you want to tell that quick story how we did that well, so you outsourced it mm -hmm. to get, I think it was one a week. So we got like 52 or maybe a little yeah. bit more, like just a couple sentences. Yep. Um, and it, I had to edit it every single week, which was fine because they were short, but they were like, yeah. uh, it was English as a second language um, yeah. because, it, you know, you paid it for, you know, cheaply. Yeah. Like it was like through. 20 bucks to get 52 little emails. Yeah. And through like Fiverr or Upwork or something. Yeah. So then I would just edit those and we used, well, we still use MailChimp mm -hmm. um, because yeah. our, our list isn't so big yet that we have to pay for it. Um, eventually it probably will be. Very soon. Um. <laughs> We've got yeah. like 900 yeah. people on our email list. Well, almost. Um, it's like 873 or something. But of the ones that subscribe, subscribe. Some oh. um, some of them unsubscribe, yeah, from the list. So it's not as much as you think it is. Okay, well. Um, but anyway, so we tried to at least have some kind of an email go out every week to our list, so that we had some kind of a presence, like yeah, that oh, a fun fact of about land and yeah, these yeah. people are always in my inbox and they sell land. Yeah, that's all we want. So then we switched it to the deal of the week and that's now more of our focus is we're offering deals mm -hmm. to our email list so it's actually a little bit more valuable content i think so yeah. i don't know if we'd want to do more or start doing both like yeah ideally, a fun email. ideally you do both yeah. but it's like you have to decide where you want to spend your energy and effort right so i think those are pretty much the main things that the, i do is there any way to 10x that well sending out the more emails just the more the content oriented ones or something yeah i okay. mean if we had more time or if i well if i wanted to prioritize it mm -hmm. and we really wanted to do that i mean yeah it could be useful possibly yeah i mean even for sure it's hard because we want to provide good 
content to them. Like, I do. Yeah. It's not. I spent a lot of time making like content emails and stuff. And yeah. They're good. And they're, we could totally just. <laughs> uh, so I'm on other land buyers. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how much this got cut out, but. Anyway, so yeah, I could totally just like I'm on Mark Podolsky and Scott Todd's email list already. I could totally just copy and paste that and send that to our people. I mean, there's I don't even think that's business unethical. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> I don't know. But either. no, I can't remember why you, we went through my tasks that I do. We're, well, we're talking about how to the next thing. Okay. So and I said I mentioned earlier that. Uh, we've we've partnered with somebody. Oh, and Craigslist, recently. I forgot. Oh, Craigslist. Yeah, go ahead. I did a couple. Well, yeah, I do Craigslist yeah, we might, ads. We're closer to eliminating Craigslist than we are to trying to 10x it. Right. Yeah, that's know. what I think too. Yeah. Or so outsource it. To, we're, yeah, we're going to outsource. It. Yeah, we're letting. We're, so our Craigslist delegate. Exactly. Delegate. El, please. Yeah, it's yeah, it's delegate or eliminate is the stage we're at right now. Uh, uh, or automate, I guess, basically. Automate and delegate are pretty much the same thing for Craigslist right now. But ugh, we've never sold anything off Craigslist. So I don't know. Basically, where we are is we're letting our Craigslist accounts that we have slowly die off and become unusable. And then um, we'll probably go on to like Fiverr or Upwork and find somebody that posts ads that they guarantee to stick for 60 to 60 cents to a dollar per piece and just go that route um because i don't know craigslist as a place to sell land is dying i think but so i mentioned earlier that uh we started working with someone else uh for for the land business and that's kind of where my focus has been and so when i say working with basically uh i don't think i'm violating any agreements to discuss this <laughs> i'm sure we're, uh, we're not I'm, it's i'm kind of just working with this guy who's kind of a friend but um so basically he's been he's funded the last three properties we bought and the way it works is he basically like i find the properties more or less and he's been working he's been doing some due diligence too and looking into some properties too so he's not just totally like use my money you do all the work and we'll split it but um that's kind of the premise so like i have a working business i've got land i've got customers i've got an email list that we're sending out monthly mailers to i've got um counties that we're mailing and buying and selling in and he was a previous land investor who wanted to get back into the business but wanted to kind of partner up with somebody who's got working deal flow already and so we've been kind of working together we've bought three properties and um, we bought one and sold it before we finished closing on purchasing it and then this week we bought two and um, I sold one today and I think I have the other one sold basically so that's part of the reason i was happy at the beginning of this episode was because it was a good weekend for us but um but thinking of this in in terms of scaling and 10x is um i think he wants to scale pretty quickly i think he has access to um you know more funds than we would have and we're trying to figure out how our partnership is exactly going to work together and we're working through it through email and phone calls and things like that but um of course i want to buy and sell more land and uh you know 300 is a great goal to have for the reasons i mentioned earlier even if i fall at 50 percent of that then we're ten, five times in what we did this year 
but um i don't know just like it opens up so many doors working with someone um he he's bringing his own experience from what he's done in land as well he's got uh, he has other resources. Uh, he has those, his own website for selling land and things like that. But just being able to partner up with somebody and like just having like a mastermind, even if it's only two people, like really opens up a business. And um, I don't know, what, what are you thinking about? Like as far as what you know about our new partnership with uh, his name's Ben, um, how are you feeling about it? Do you have any thoughts about it and like how it applies to being able to 10X our business this year? Um, well, so I think that having the two of you hash out a little bit more about what you see moving forward is going to be key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because we can have all kinds of ideas about it, but if he wants to go a different way, then it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think it's been a great injection of like energy funds everything yeah uh, for you so i look at that as a good thing oh sure and it's all been positive so far for sure yeah um and we were getting to a point where like i mean literally we had stopped mailing which we've said multiple times that you're never supposed to do that And and it was because we had a lot of inventory and not much cash and you know we also have bills so it's like you got to make your choices and it's never a choice you want to have to make in this business to stop mailing but you know maybe it was divine providence that we met a person who wanted to be not necessarily an angel investor but be a funding partner in a relationship because that's perfect and that's gonna allow us to scale yeah no i think it i really think it'll be great and i think as long as you guys talk about it and want the same thing i think it it will help 10x it because yeah i mean the two of you together better than one sure and all of our discussions and emails and everything we we're all on the same page like um we have experience in some of the same counties and um we're on multiple wholesale lists and we share them with each other and we kind of look over properties and we've had kind of a mind meld over those things too like this most of these are not good on a on an email list or or on a wholesale list or sometimes we'll see some and we both agree they're good so we've been on the same page for everything so far uh we really want to I really want to, I emailed him just today and he's on the same page again that uh, we want to have a phone call and really come uh, together on a vision for this year of how we want to work together. And I'm at the point where like we have our own business and then we have the deals we're doing with him right now. And by the end of next year, I don't want that. I either want it to be, we're doing everything together, which, you know has its own benefits and hurdles and all that stuff. Or, you know, we will have outgrown him but i I think right now the best way to scalability the best way to 10x is to really ride this partnership and we can target more expensive properties and things like so right now we're just building that trust and i don't know how are you feeling about it all so far well good i mean i feel like i don't know how that's a different question than what you asked me before well but yeah what do you mean well so are you comfortable with the idea of like us working because it's been you and me the whole time so like having this new person who neither of us have met and you've never talked to, are you comfortable with him being a part of our future of our land business? Hmm. hmm. Interesting. Interesting question. Yeah. Well, I think because I trust you and your judgment most of the time that if most you trust him <laughs> if you trust Unless him, I'm mixing my own drinks <laughs> if you trust 
him and like working with him, then then I I would trust it. I would trust your judgment on it. So, um, okay. and it's been all all really good so far. Um, yeah, I haven't noticed any red flags. So yeah, really, I'm I'm a little bit more in the background than you. So well, that's by choice. Yeah, I mean, you can always bring these things up. Yeah. So I so we've talked about on here a handful of times that we were going through a little bit of a lull in our company, and we've been on a little bit of the upswing over the last month say month and uh i think that partnering with somebody who has access to maybe a little more funds can really open a lot of doors for us and i think it can help us scale faster and grow faster and become the type of successful we want to be quicker than handling things that are on our own at this point and i'm not saying that's for everybody and i'm not suggesting anybody else do that but because of our luck and who we've met and the just circumstances that fell into place. I, I think that's the best moving forward right now, but maybe I'll have a different idea in two weeks. Who knows? But that's what I feel right now. Good. And I think that's going to be our best way to 10 X thing. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's 10 X. So which we may or may not be attending the 10 X conference. Who cares? (laughs) No, I don't know. No, I don't really mean, I don't really mean that. No, I, I really want to go. I really want to go, but it's not the most important thing to me right now. Um, because we're in a transition period, like seeing our business through this transition period and making it a success is more important. Um, the main reason for us going to the 10X conference is the network, but I feel like um, we're at a point right now where we have networked. We've done a good job at that, and we've built friendships with new people, growth-oriented people. That's really important to nurture those relationships. Um, is more important than finding new relationships right now, anyway. Um, hmm. So I don't want to spread myself too thin. I want to focus on our business and our our friendships that are creating growth in our business and our personal lives. So 10x conference. I'm on the fence about. We'll see what happens. Okay. I'd love to go. Yeah, I would too. But that's well, kind of and I'm oddly, at. well, at the conference, I don't think we networked that well. But I mean, we in didn't. general, in general, and like with your Facebook, well, we found groups, two awesome people there. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So it's just funny you say that because actually at that conference, I just don't think we did network very well at all. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's fine. I think throughout like the whole the year you've been able to network in other areas so yeah so that's been good for sure yeah so i don't know i'm i'm very excited for our business and there we've we've just laid out a handful of ways that we can expand and grow and become more successful and i think right now we're very excited about it and obviously we'll keep you posted uh anything else i don't think so that's probably it or it's time up yeah yeah pretty much okay well merry christmas right right yeah merry christmas everyone last time to talk to you before christmas so merry christmas and we'll talk to you in a week and let me do them it'll still be 2019 next time right Mm -hmm. as long as we get our podcast out on time yep one more episode after this for 2019 yeah yeah can't believe it it's crazy awesome yeah well merry christmas we'll talk to you in a week bye bye Thanks for listening to When Can I Quit My Job. Please remember to support the show by visiting WhenCanIQuitMyJobShow.com and clicking the Patreon and Amazon links. 
Also, subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Tell your friends about us. Liz and Noah are not financial or legal advisors, and all information given on this podcast should be consumed for entertainment purposes only. Like, I can taste it happening. (laughs) (laughs) It's happening. It's happening. I'm getting the bad breath. (laughs) 